Hello friends, these are strange and unusual times and I am really missing gathering with all of you, seeing your faces and being able to shake hands and hug and pass the peace and receive communion together. But we're doing everything we can to make sure that we remain connected to one another and that's one of the great blessings of technology. So my plan here is to send you a weekly meditation in the middle of the week and as I was thinking about it, we're, we're going to be out at least eight weeks. And one of my favorite chapters in the Bible is Romans 8. And I thought, what if we just kind of work through that over the next eight weeks? Eight reflections from Romans 8. So if you've got a Bible, you can turn there with me. Or if not, just listen along. Romans 8 verses 1 and 2. So now there isn't any condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Now pause there for a moment. What does Paul mean when he says the law of sin and death or the law of the spirit of life? Is this a reference to the Mosaic law? Actually, it's most likely that when Paul is using law in this sense, and in some translations it puts the word law with the lowercase l, He's talking about the principle, the principle of sin and death. And you can gather this from the context just a few verses before at the end of Romans 7, where he says, I gladly agree with the law on the inside. And here it's a capital L in the Common English Bible, the law of Moses on the inside. But I see a different law at work in my body. It wages a war against the law of my mind and takes me prisoner with the law of sin and death that is in my body. Here Paul's saying, I want to obey the Mosaic law, Moses' law, but there's this different principle at work in me and it's at war against um, what I want to do. Verse 24 of Romans 7, I'm a miserable human being. Who will deliver me from this dead corpse? Thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I'm a slave to God's law in my mind, but I'm a slave to sin's law in my body. This other law, lowercase l, or principle that Paul's referring to is actually the power of sin. Very often when we hear the word sin, we think of it as behaving badly or the things that we do that we shouldn't do. And certainly there are places in the Bible that of course refer to sin as wickedness or transgression or waywardness, straying from God's paths. But here in Romans, very often Paul is talking about sin as a power in itself. Sin is sort of personified in Romans as a power that has enslaved us and it's operating, keeping us from obeying God's law. And then in verse 3, Paul says, but God has done what was impossible for the law since it was weak because of selfishness. God condemned sin in the body by sending his own son to deal with sin in the same body as humans who are controlled by sin. Now, hang on a minute. Here, Paul is saying God condemned sin in the flesh of Christ Jesus so that its power over us would be broken. Now, we're all thinking in these days about this virus that's going around and it's, it's, it's got us all being very prepared and also cautious and maybe for some of us fearful. But here, Paul talks about sin like a power that has an infectious control, an infectious effect inside our bodies. And what he's saying is Jesus took on sin in his own body and God condemned it in the body of Christ Jesus. It's like Jesus took on the infection of sin and defeated it, destroyed it in his death. God condemned sin in the flesh of Christ Jesus. So what does that mean for us? Well, for one, you go back to verse 1 of Romans 8. It means that we are now free from condemnation. 
Friends, as you think about this, as you hear this word this week, I want you to know you don't have to wonder what God's verdict on you is. You don't have to wonder in insecurity or in fears thinking, what does God think about me? God has made up his mind about you. For all who are in Christ Jesus, the verdict is that you are blessed and beloved. You are righteous. You are his. There is no condemnation. And secondly, Romans 8 verse 4, the the last verse that we'll look at today, says he did this so that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. And now the way we live is based on the spirit, not based on selfishness. Not only are we free from condemnation, but we are free to live in obedience and allegiance to King Jesus. We have a freedom from the power of sin and we have a freedom to live in obedience to King Jesus. I'm praying for you this week. Stay safe out there. May the grace of God come rushing to you in every way. God bless.